Local Edge, powered by Ad Canada Media. Hi there, everyone, and welcome to Local Edge, your show for better understanding and connecting with small communities in Canada. Here, we explore the value of these markets to advertisers, agencies, communities, and more. And we bring you the latest news, insights, and trends from the world of local advertising and marketing. I'm your host, Shauna Randolph. And in this show, we will be talking to community connectors, media buyers, business leaders, and more to find out what makes small communities so important to the advertising industry. So, whether you're an advertiser, agency, community member, or just simply interested in the world of local advertising, join us right here on Local Edge for a closer look at the power of small communities in Canada. And joining us right now from right near Toronto in Thornhill is Claude Hyman. He is the president of Totem Research. Claude, very nice to have you here. Thank you. Nice to be here. Let's start with breaking down your company. A lot of people not familiar with it, but what is Totem Research all about? Totem Research is a marketing research company that specializes in media work. So we've been, over the years, we've worked with pretty well every kind of media you can think of. Uh, my former partners and I started out in the print media business. I was with Reader's Digest for 20 years. My former uh, major partner was with first with uh, Comac and then with uh, Telemedia, the print division of Telemedia. Um, and then we were also joined by Lee Simpson, who was the former publisher of McLean Hunter's women's magazines which included Chatelaine, et cetera. And Jeff Shearer, who was uh, president of uh, Telemedia Publishing and then became director of marketing for the Toronto Star. So we're, we're steeped in, uh, in research involving newspapers, magazines, and also a lot of radio, television, and more, more recently, of course, stuff relating to online media. Let's talk about that. First of all, though, you are known as a data kind of guy. What do you focus on with data and specifically online? Well, I, it depends on what my clients ask me for. I mean, I, I, I am a, a company that provides services to the media and I do what they ask me to do. So most of my work these days, I have to say, involves uh, the print media and in particular newspapers. Why is local media so important in your eyes? Because the traditional media, the large national media, don't reach the uh, smaller communities in any great number. And so local communities have only one way to find out what's going on in their communities, and that is through the local media. Even the CBC has largely abandoned the, uh, the smaller communities. So we're really left with for the most part, local community newspapers, but once in a while, I guess there, there may be some radio as well. And so I'm sure with your clients, you share stories about what you have experienced over the years. How about sharing some with us, some of successes, challenges, so that people watching can learn from you deciding what they want to do in their own circles? Okay, so the most recent issues have obviously been the the drift of advertising revenues away from the traditional media to the digital media and uh, 
the uh, as you know, there are all kinds of activities going on at the federal government level to try and address that issue. But at the same time, the local media themselves have been trying to find ways to persuade advertisers that uh, they provide a valuable service and that advertising in their in their publications actually does work and probably in many cases works better than advertising on the uh, on the digital media. So that's been a lot of my work recently. How come it's it's better, Claude? Because local media are more trusted. Um, uh, in many cases, of course, we're, we're talking about uh, retailers that aren't known nationally. They're only known locally. So, uh, you know, putting a, a, an ad in a, in a online, which uh, goes through a bargaining process and doesn't necessarily reach all of the right uh, online media to reach the local community, you could be advertising a store, for example, to people who have no chance of ever store uh, shopping in that store. So, so local media play a very significant role in, uh, from that point of view, they also play a very significant role in uh, getting out information about the local community. What's happening at the level of your, of your council? Uh, what construction projects are, are going to take place in your community? Uh, what's happening to the people in com your community? What are the entertainment opportunities in your community? What are the job offers around in your community? All of that stuff is not really featured in any of the, or not featured any uh, in any significant or effective way on digital media. So Claude, then what do you say to advertisers that don't live in that area from other parts of the country that are interested in investing mm -hmm. in local community, newspapers, radio, whatnot, um, that to really make it beneficial for them? The first thing I, I think that we need to understand is that a lot of the national advertising uh, that is placed is placed in the cities. The, the advertising agencies are all located in the major cities of the country, and the people who work in them uh, are people who live in those major cities, and they don't really understand what happens in smaller communities. So the first thing I would say, and that was the subject of this most recent piece of research that uh, we did for Ad Canada, was to understand the differences between people who live in communities that are that are small and remote, and those that are in cities. Um, it's I understand it's difficult without actually going there, but that's where I come in because that's you know where I'm I'm asked to produce a piece of research that points out some of these differences, and that's what's happened in this particular case. It sounds like you're a very valuable middle guy that really helps to bring everything together. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I too live in a city, so, you know, I, I, I'm learning as I go along with this whole process too. So, but but I, I can say that uh, in, in the very early part of my life, I lived in a small community. So I do have some understanding of what happens in, in those areas. For sure. And Claude, how do people get in touch with you who are watching this today? Well, I, they can get through to, uh, through my website, 
uh, totemresearch.ca. That's totem with a U, T-O-T-U-M research.ca. Uh, they can uh, reach me by email, claude.hyman at totemresearch.ca. And they can call me, 905-731-6531. Pick up the phone the old school way. Wonderful. Thank yeah. you for your time, Claude. Yeah. We appreciate it. Good. My pleasure. That is Claude Hyman. He is president of Totem Research. Many folks on the prairies turn to their favorite activity, gardening, in the summer. Albertans, on average, spend close to $500 on garden supplies and services each year, while next door in Saskatchewan, it's closer to $600. That's a lot of green thumbs. For more data like this and a better understanding of connecting with local markets, please visit adcanadamedia.ca. Very pleased to welcome back one of our semi-regular guests. We have media director for McKim Sherpa in Winnipeg joining us, Sarah Unrah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, nice to see you again. Okay, let's really focus right in on media buying these days. After everything we've gone through, the turmoil over the last few years, everything seems to be settling down a little bit right now. How are clients changing their plan with their media buys? So I would say the big shift that we've seen is just that desire to be flexible and nimble. Um, obviously, when COVID first happened, everything was shutting down. People wanted to pull back their campaigns. And so I think people have gotten a little nervous in kind of doing that year-long planning. They're taking a look at kind of quarter by quarter, just in case the state of the world kind of changes again. They've got that flexibility um, to kind of shift things around or pull out of market if they need to. We've been talking to some um, people that run local community newspapers and, and they were actually in uh, really good positions to really connect with the community and, and that even just survived through the pandemic. Do you find that pretty common? I think the community newspaper is definitely one of those ones um, that has remained constant and based on kind of how they're set up and used by the public. You know, radio saw some pretty big shifts, um, not necessarily in overall listenership, but when people are listening. The daytime, you know, really kind of increased, whereas like the commuter drive home, um, driving to decreased. So radio kind of remained consistent, but how people are using it are different. TV, everybody started watching all the TV all the time. So connected TV, streaming, you know, multiple people needing to consume content at the same time. So again, not necessarily a ton of increased usage but how we're accessing it but community print has always been that constant that steady you know that local information so it's not impacted by not having the latest news of today because that's not necessarily what people were kind of going to it for um, in the beginning so it's still been that consistent medium um, especially when you're getting into those rural areas where we might not necessarily have some of those other mediums um, with great reach. So what is the success factor here now? Why are they still able to show their strength and still have that reach now? So I think um, with uh, the unfortunate kind of uh, paring down of a lot of the newspapers that happened, you know, just kind of pre-COVID and during COVID, um, the newspapers that have remained, there's been kind of that surge of we want to make sure we're not losing any more. Um, so people are definitely making sure that they're picking up. And also the newspapers are still coming to the table with really great local content, which makes that an important piece of information for those that are living in those communities that still have the papers. What have you noticed is the effect with social media these days on local media outlets? 
Uh, social media, definitely everybody wants to know their news kind of right away. Um, so there's been a lot of increase in kind of following, you know, social channels for a lot of the news media, um, being able to get that information as it's happening. Um, and people are also engaging a lot more, um, whether that's to the positive or whether there's that's to the negative. Uh, trolls has obviously become um, an even bigger issue, um, you know, with the state of the world as it is in this day and age, but um, people are definitely flocking more towards social media for that immediate news hit. And where are you seeing most of the advertisers from either in small communities or let's say in Toronto interested in investing in smaller markets, spending their dollars, diversifying um, through social media um, ads as well as local newspaper radio stations? What are you seeing? So there's been a little bit of a shift. Um, Twitter has become very unpredictable with people not really knowing what the future of that is. Um, so some advertisers have really pulled their dollars back on that. So that would be getting shifted a little bit more towards the Facebook. Um, but the streaming channels is becoming a really big one for them. So getting onto the connected TV where, you know, you don't necessarily need the budget uh, for a linear or a broadcast campaign, but you can still get onto people's television sets being able able to geo-target in kind of those smaller areas um, with some of the programming that, uh, that indexes well there. What do you say to your clients when you're advising them about, okay, I have this pile, I have 50,000 <laughs> and I want to maximize it for, for my reach. How e e simple is it to give them that sort of advice or is it pretty complex? I am blessed that we uh, at McKim Sherpa have invested in some really great research tools. So that's kind of how I start every project off as I go into the research tool, I figure out what our audience is and then what media are they really going to be spending their time with so that we can make sure that the ones where we're spending the money, that is where we're going to capture that audience with great reach and the increased frequency, which is key for messaging. And what misconceptions do you find you have to unravel when you're trying to consult people and they have a little bit of, uh, of, you know, they want to hold back a little bit. What do you say to them? So there's a ton of research, which um, of course, depending on the source that you're getting, where pulling back in these times can actually be detrimental um, because you basically are going dark. So when the world comes back, when everyone came out of lockdown, have they forgotten about you because you went dark during that time? But also that balance of, well, I'm not bringing any money in to pay for that advertising. So it's a very fine balance and a fine line um, that, you know, just again, going into the research, are there ways that we can keep you in the market, maybe, you know, what we would call, you know, advertising light um, to make sure that there is still a presence. And then once things are feeling a little bit more comfortable, we amp that back up again. So there's always ways to be strategic, again, which would be very research led in making sure that we still are where the majority of your clients are going to be. And then we dial that up, dial that down, depending on how things are going for them. I'm hearing from you the message do your research and trust in companies like yourselves who specialize in analyzing the data and coming forth with, with plans to, to help people spend their money wisely. Yeah. <laughs> well said then. <laughs> How can people reach you? Uh, so they could reach out uh, to our website, uh, which is mckimcg.ca. Thank you, Sarah. Very nice to talk to you again. Nice to see you as well. That's media Thank director so from McKim Sherpa joining us in Winnipeg, Sarah Unra. 
Do you work as a courier or a service delivery provider? Business is steady in that line of work as Canadians spend approximately $100 annually per household on postal, courier, and other delivery services. For more data like this and a better understanding of connecting with local markets, please visit adcanadamedia.ca. With me now in studio is Jeff Beardsworth. He is Advertising Director of Ad Canada Media and the Executive Producer of Local Edge. I'm very happy to have you here. And great to be back again. Yeah. Great to be back. Uh, so we've been talking a lot about um, Local Edge and that we, last time, you know, bringing it to life and everything. But I want to know more about Ad Canada and yourself. You know, Ad Canada, Shauna, is, is, uh, is a company we started about eight years ago. <clears throat> we recognize that... You know, there is a lot of value out there in local media, but the challenge is there's so much of it. You know, there's hundreds, if not, you know, a thousand newspapers across the country. There's all sorts of different radio stations. And I think what would happen is a lot of opportunities would be missed because an advertiser looks at, you know, rural media and sees the challenges being too big to even attempt to tackle. So we wanted to come in, uh, support local media, invest in local media, but give advertisers a direct conduit to accessing the opportunities that exist, uh, exist out there. So at the end of the day, we're a, we're a media agency whose sole focus is on supporting local media and helping advertisers reach them. Yeah, you're a good guide for them. Uh, let, let's talk about the trends that you see. Tell us about some of the, um, the, the trends that, that the advertisers are looking for, especially in rural areas. You know, I, I, I can say, Shauna, in the last couple of years, well, this started even before the pandemic, but certainly since the pandemic, uh, there's been a real focus on content marketing. Uh, I, I think advertisers in this day and age have more of a story to tell than just a straightforward ad can, can do for them, right? So everybody's looking at different ways to tell a story, um, get the information out there, get as much information out there as they can. And uh, local media ha have all sorts of products, all sorts of ways that this can be accomplished. But that's one of them. I, I think another one that we're seeing a lot of right now, advertising is all about accountability, right? Advertisers want to know, did my message reach the intended audience? Did I hit who I intended to hit? So we're seeing a lot of things like uh, uh, QR codes being used in ads, right? That's one way that an advertiser can certainly see, see did this videos. ad drive traffic to a website? A website in an, ad, in, in an ad, right? That's another way for an advertiser to help see, did this ad actually get people to my website? Did it get them into my store? So there's all sorts of things happening now that weren't necessarily happening five, 10 years ago that are all about that accountability. And how can I tell, did this campaign do what we intended for it to do? So th those are a couple of the trends that we're seeing. All right, now, Jeff, I want to talk about misconceptions because many times your advertiser clients have a lot of misconceptions, especially when it comes to rural communities. You know, it's true. There are a lot of misconceptions, and we, we deal with this every day. And, you know, I think the biggest one out there is when an advertiser assumes that a rural audience is the same as an urban audience. They can be reached the same way. You know, I tell this story because it's true, but I tell this story a lot. In a rural area, in a lot of cases, people have to drive a half an hour to buy a liter of milk. You know, whereas in the city, you would never even think of that, right? It's, 
It's, it's such a different reality. Internet service. We've talked about this, you know, previously. We talk about this all the time. The internet in a rural area is so different, so different than it is in, in an urban one. We've just had in my neighborhood, you know, where I live in the city, we've just had fiber optic internet, uh, internet installed. And I can tell you that the speeds that I experience are just incredible. Yet when I go out to my cabin in the summertime, it's, it's like, you know, waiting 15 minutes for my Facebook page to load. So it is so different um, when you're trying to connect to an, uh, a rural audience. There are different things that you need to consider. You can't just paint the entire audience, urban and rural, with the same brush and assume that the same strategy is going to work, you know, in, in, in a big city this way and in a rural audience this way. It, it just... It's a different world. And I think that's one of the biggest things that we deal with every day is explain to an advertiser or an agency that an ad strategy in a rural area needs to be deployed a little bit differently because things are different, right? And that's a consideration that any rural local media campaign needs to take into account. So bottom line, what message would you like advertisers to take away, those that are considering local media? You, you know, honestly, I think just building on that, you've got to first recognize that reaching an audience in a community uh, that doesn't have pizza delivery service, that doesn't offer skip the dishes, that doesn't have curbside pickup, pick you need to connect with that, that audience in a different way. They have different habits when it comes to how they use media or how they listen to the radio or how they use social media. There's challenges that they deal with in their day-to-day -day life that people who live in cities just can't even fathom. So it's those differences that an advertiser really needs to take into account when they're building a plan for you know, a rural market or a rural audience. Okay, I appreciate your insight. We will be talking to you again. For sure, thanks yeah. for your time. And thank you for bringing us Local Edge. You bet. All right, that is Jeff Beardsworth. He is Advertising Director, Ad Canada Media and Executive Producer of our show. Hey, how are those sneakers feeling? Canadians love their running shoes and on average $220 per household is earmarked for athletic footwear each year. And in some areas of the country, it's over 20% higher. For targeted data like this and to get a better understanding of connecting with local markets, please visit adcanadamedia.ca. Thanks everyone for watching us here on The Local Edge and being part of our show. Again, I'm your host, Shauna Randolph. And for additional information and extended interviews, be sure to subscribe to the Local Edge podcast on any of the major platforms like Spotify, Apple, Google, and more. Just make sure you do subscribe to our show and any time then we release a new episode, it goes right into your mobile device. Pretty easy. See you next time on Local Edge. This series is proudly produced by the team at Road 55. Road 55 creates content that connects. For more information, check our website, www.road55.ca.